self-denial is kind of the the test of your faith almost <laughs> like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. do you know do i trust god to give this up Welcome to the 3D Disciples Podcast, where we're working together to develop disciples who display God's love as we deploy into God's world. Join us on this journey by liking, subscribing, and following this channel. I'm your host, Hannah, and alongside us is the pastor of FBC Clarion, Jason Hunter. May Jesus help us climb to new heights. Your sermon made it a must for Jesus' disciples to deny themselves. That was pretty clear. Must. But I find myself asking, what exactly do I deny myself of? Like everything, like a savings account, exercising and fitness, or striving for a good good education and career, marriage and kids. So like, what are we looking to deny ourselves of? I think it's more of a general there's nothing I want to deny myself of. Okay. Um, and I think it's more the, the willingness to, to do that mm-hmm. than, than the actual having to do it. So, mm-hmm. like, think about the story of the rich young ruler, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, he comes to Jesus, what must I do to inherit oh, eternal life? Story, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and he says, you know, keep the commandments. And, oh, I've done all that. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, then one thing you lack you know, sell everything you have and, and give it to the poor and come follow me. Mm-hmm. And he walks away. Um, and it just shows there was something that he was unwilling to give up. And so yeah. I think, you know, I think really self-denial is this, God has a blank check. Whatever he asks for, I'll give, mm. you know, and he may not ask for anything mm-hmm. or he may ask for everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he has the blank check. Mm. in your heart. And I I really think that's kind of where self-denial has to come from. Like there isn't anything I won't hold back. I think Job's a good example of that too. Yeah. That makes so much more sense. (laughs) Wow. I was like trying to think like, how do you tell each individual like, well, you have to give up this and you have to give up that. And it's like, I don't understand like how that would work. Yeah. And it may be very different for everybody. I think everybody's going to be I think everybody at some point is going to find themselves in the rich young ruler's position. Mm -hmm. And God's going to say, there's one thing you lack. Mm -hmm. Now, that could be very different from person to person to person to person. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and when you come to that one thing, the question is, can I deny myself that? Would I I give that up to do to follow the Lord? Mm -hmm. And um, so I, I really think it's just that kind of. Blank check. Whatever you want, you can have, no matter Got what it. it is. Got it. Um, I was in, um, can, can you pull up the Bible on your phone by any chance? I can. I'm ill-prepared today. Um, in Colossians chapter 3. Oh, my word. Um, I thought I found, like, sort of a comprehensive comprehensive list of, like, what to deny thyself. And then just following a little bit later in chapter 3 is a list of what to replace these things that you self-deny with. <laughs> that, like, you can't really succeed at self-denying unless you replace it with something that God wants you to put in there. Right. Why do you laugh? <laughs> the funny thing, this is what yes. I'm getting ready to preach from this coming week. Oh, really? So, oh, sorry. <laughs> that, that's okay. Sorry. It's just like, so I'm like, why is that the first thing that pops up on my phone? Because I've been reading it. <laughs> that is week. crazy. Um, so Colossians verse 5 and then 8 through 9. I thought it was kind of like a list. So 5 is, yeah, put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. And on on account of these, the wrath of God is coming. 
Uh, in these two you once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge. Then it goes on, you know, put on um, humility, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, bearing with one another. If anyone has complaint, forgiving each other as the Lord is forgiving you. And above all else, uh, put on love, which binds everything together. Yeah, so. yeah. And so, like, when I was trying to answer this question myself, which maybe I should always come to you first, <laughs> is, like, that list of, like, what do we deny ourselves of and then what can we replace it with? And, like, I guess kind of is what we discussed. It's, like, you replace it with your love for God. And if God asks you to remove yourself of this thing, then do it, you know? So. Well, I, I think know. it can be those things. I, I think those lists are more – I think those lists – better describe what we talk about the old self and the new self mm -hmm. i think that's those lists describe that okay um but I, I do think it can be some very practical things that we have to deny ourselves of I, i'll give you a, a, an example um, i had a, a pastor friend uh, who was very into health and fitness mm -hmm. and he loved to ride bikes and i mean he competed in bike writing and and was good at it and loved it and was crazy about it and and uh, he told me a story one time um uh, that he kind of came to this conclusion as he was looking over his life that bicycling and being a competitive bike rider was an idol in his life mm. and that he, he loved the he loved competing he loved winning he liked the trophies he got from winning and that this was an idol and he came, he came under the conviction that he had to give that up. Mm -hmm. And he would not even ride a bike with his kids. He said, because he's like, as soon as I start riding any bike, it's going to bring that idol back up. And so he sold mm -hmm. all his bikes. He never rode a bike again. He would walk around the neighborhood while his kids rode bikes, yeah. but he wouldn't even get on a bike to ride with his kids. Now, I thought that was kind of like... You know, like, ah, oh, that's just like, no, you should be able to do it. And he's like, no, you don't understand my heart and how how I yeah. held that as it was his one thing. It was this one thing he lacked. And it seemed so simple, but he was able to evaluate, this is what my heart, and I have to give this up. Yeah. To, and, and he took it, you know. I think sometimes we read those things like where the Bible says, you know, if your eye causes you to sin, rip it out. And we, we just mm. think, oh, those are just metaphors and they're, they're not really that intense, <laughs> but sometimes, but they're that yeah. intense, you know, and, and deny yourself that, that sermon and that area is the first of what I call the big three, mm -hmm. deny yourself, um, forgiveness and unity. These are the big three yeah. things. And, and what it's occurred to me is, I mean, Jesus says, if you want to be my disciple, you must deny yourself. Mm -hmm. And we have not preached on that very much. Mm -hmm. We have not applied it a whole lot, you know, and and we have made the big three in Christianity. Read your Bible, church, uh, attend church and tithe. Mm -hmm. If you do those three things, you're being, being a good Christian. Mm -hmm. But like, this is the thing that Jesus said, if you can't deny yourself, and, and really take this like there's things that are trying to grab our heart away from the Lord. And we have to like treat it like pretty serious, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. hey, you know, you got to figure out what's that one thing that I wouldn't give up for, yeah. for, for anybody. And like, yeah. really? 
Yeah. And that kind of leads into my next question about like how being, you know, we don't preach on it very much because the American dream, you know, there's actually a definition for the American dream I discovered, which I found was funny, but it is the ideal that every citizen of the United States should have an equal opportunity to achieve success and prosperity through hard work, determination and initiative. So like we get this idea that if we just, you know, if we put ourselves out there and we work hard, we're going to achieve something. And like, it's very countercultural to us to not want to defend our family and to not want to believe that success comes through determination. And it's counterintuitive to not build up a legacy in order to preserve future generations. So like it's that, I don't know. I just think it's countercultural for us to want to self deny because we just think if we work harder and we determine ourselves and determine our path, then that's what happens. Well, just think about the, the, uh, is it the declaration of independence? Mm-hmm. What, what does it tell us that we have, that God has given us an alien rights mm-hmm. to life, liberty, and happiness. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. This is, this is the gift of God to us that we, we should have life, complete freedom and happiness, however we define that. Mm -hmm. And Jesus calls his disciples to deny themselves, to to love their enemies (laughs) and, and to embrace suffering. Mm -hmm. And and so it's like the opposite. Those two, I mean, that's literally what Jesus, you know, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's like, my question was like, how do I deal with like this pool from different directions? Because like, I do think that there is, sometimes truth to you know you do push yourself to go a certain direction and it will go that way but um obviously there's also the times where jesus is like put that aside like you know your pastor or your friend saying like you know i'm gonna put bicycling aside like i can get every medal i want but if that's not my heart's not open to jesus then i shouldn't do that and so i don't know it's just yeah it i think western culture american culture is makes it a big challenge for us Mm -hmm. um and um, and probably and and I guess some people would argue even since like the '40s when we had what what's generally referred to as greatest uh, generation those who survived won and and for World War II mm-hmm. and, and that generation is called the greatest generation in a lot of cases because of their self denial because they would give up they gave up so much for the mm-hmm. war effort mm-hmm. like you know you talk to people from that generation and they like oh yeah we didn't have sugar for months or oh, we yeah. rationed out sugar because or we or women like yeah we didn't have nylons to wear because all the nylon was going to build parachutes and so they denied themselves yeah. you know there's so much that people gave up for a greater cause mm-hmm. but that was probably the subsequent generations haven't had to do that, no, we and, and, you know, really. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, and so it does. So there is a real clash and a real, um, and in the American church, particularly, mm-hmm. um, you know, this idea of, of self-denial and really giving up stuff for the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, like when I was in Africa, uh, I can remember people like bringing, um, like chickens, for their church offering. Like, like when they were having the offering part of the service, these people were literally bringing the chicken down mm-hmm. and laying a chicken down. And, and the people are telling me, yeah, that's probably their last chicken or that might, yeah, that's, that is literally food off their table that yeah. they're bringing 
to give to an offering Which, to the church, yeah. you know, kind yeah. of idea. And like, like, and I've never done something like giving <laughs> all my money so that I can't buy food the next night. Like, right. I never know. thought to do something like that. So, you know, it's just that it, it is, it is our culture is, is ripe with that kind of stuff. And it's just a challenge. I mean, mm-hmm. and so when we call to live in this world and, and, and see what the Bible uh, tells us, it's, it's pretty challenging. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say I do it well yet, but uh, at least I'm becoming a cognizant of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's on my radar now, too. I think I would truthfully say beforehand, you know, I knew it existed. You know, I know that story that you were telling at the beginning about Jesus saying, well, there's one thing you haven't given up. And I always equated that story with, like, okay, that has to deal with money. But I never thought about putting myself in those shoes and Jesus asking me to give up such another thing that was more personal to me. So yeah, I'm glad that it's on our radar now. (laughs) Um, Another thing is I tried to think of examples of self-denial in religious history. So I thought of like how the nuns and monks, like they deny themselves having a spouse or having ever having a family. Um, The Amish deny themselves like using modern technology. And it seems like there are different interpretations throughout history of what needs to be denied. And I almost kind of get the sense, this is just what I get the sense of, the greater your level that you deny yourself, the greater your faith. Like, is that theory supported by the Bible at all? Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know that it's, you know, that there's a correlation, like the more you give up, the more faith you have kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, I, I think it, it may be the other way around, that, that your faith the stronger your faith, the more you're willing to give up. Oh yeah. That's probably better. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, and, and, and so you do see people, uh, with strong faith willing to really deny themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, Daniel, for example, right? So he, I just read, I was reading, um, a passage about Daniel and it says, uh, he knew, you know, when the the edict went out that he wasn't supposed to pray. Mm -hmm. And it says he knew that that had been signed, but he went ahead and prayed anyway. Mm -hmm. And so, and so, so he knew he was making, he was putting himself at risk. He was willing to deny his own comfort, you know, or even when they were originally, uh, captive and they tried to bring him all the good food and he would deny himself i'm not going to eat that food because that that, because of an act of faith Mm -hmm. and so i think faith precedes Mm self-denial um Mm -hmm. more than builds it i like looking at that way too because then i can focus on you know how much do i put my faith in god and then see where that follows yeah that that i mean it really self-denial is kind of the the test of your faith almost (laughs) like Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. do you know do i trust god to give this up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you also discussed a lot in the sermon of how Jesus chose to deny himself. And I decided to look through his genealogy to find if there were like any others who denied themselves. I didn't have to look far <laughs> at all. Um, cause Mary and Joseph did a lot. Um, I was going to, I read in Matthew chapter one verses 18 through 20 is where Joseph denied what he thought was right in order to, be Jesus' adopted father. So I'll just read that. Um, It was discovered before they came together that she was pregnant by the Holy Spirit, being Mary. So her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her publicly, decided to divorce her secretly. But after he had considered these things, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. And then Mary, when she she laid down her body and her reputation, you know, everything about 
her future by agreeing to by agreeing with this messenger who told her that she was pregnant. And Mary said in Luke 1, 38, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. So yeah, I mean, I just, there's like so many examples in the Bible of people who were just willing to give up whatever they knew because, and like going back to what we were talking about, like the angel came to Joseph and told him like, here's what's going to happen, you know? And I think that really helps your faith if you're like, okay, I know what's going to happen next. <laughs> or I know the Lord's going to take care of us. Uh, maybe Joseph and Mary had no idea. Maybe they didn't know what was going to happen. Probably not. But yeah, so I don't know. There's more people. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, I would, um, I would, I can't say this for sure, but I would be willing to bet that any of the great saints had a had some kind of self denial. The mm-hmm. the prophets often had you know self denial, and so and so there's some consistencies throughout the scripture. So faith is is consistent throughout scripture. Mm-hmm. You know, from all the people who did had dealings with God. You know, faith was grace, God's grace, um, mm-hmm. and Him calling and reaching out to people is a consistency throughout scripture. There's mm-hmm. always there's almost always a grace element yeah. in in a relationship with God. There's always a faith element. I would be willing to wager that there's probably always a self-denial element <laughs> uh, because yeah. that's, you know, because Jesus didn't, when he said, you must deny yourself to follow me, that's not new. I mean, mm-hmm. this is the way God has dealt with people. And, and, yeah. and, and really Absolutely. You, you go back to the garden of Eden, mm-hmm. right? It says they saw, <laughs> they saw that the fruit was yep. good, yep. right? Yep. And it was willing to make you wise. What did they not do at that moment? Didn't self-deny. They didn't deny themselves <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. what, what they wanted, right? Yeah. I mean, right there. Like if they had said, nope, I see it's good and I really want it. But God said, no, I'm going to deny myself because he said, no, mm-hmm. we would probably not be in the best we were in. That's super funny. I didn't even look at it like that. Um, that just reminds me of someone else saying to me, though, one time they were like, why did God even put that? You know, I'm sure everyone's maybe asked this question. Like, why did he even put that fruit there if he didn't want us to eat from it? And maybe it's for that reason right there. You know, he wants you to practice self-denial as in because he knows what's best and maybe you'll get to eat that fruit in time or. Well, let me throw it to you this yeah. way. So in your relationship with Ben, mm-hmm. do you ever deny yourself for him? Like, do you let him have his way or give him something? That I you, try. <laughs> why do you do that? Because he's my spouse and, you know, I'm trying to improve our relationship by doing things um, to be a team, I guess. And being a team, is that you your have mo- to- Is that your motivation just because you want to have a good marriage? Um, or do you love him? I love him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and really, so like even all the way back in the Garden of Eden, I think God's asking this question. Yeah. Will you love me? And, and self-denial mm. is always, or not always, but self-denial is a huge part no, of, <laughs> is, is, is a big part of loving someone. Mm-hmm. You're more important than me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to deny myself to give you what you want, need, or deserve, right? Yeah. And so it's and so really it comes down to a love question. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's what God's asking in the when He gives that when He sets the tree up and He asks Adam and Eve not to do this. He, the question, the real root of the question is, Do, do you, you love, love me? me? Yeah. You know, and that's what he said. That's what he asked the rich young ruler. Mm-hmm. Like, do you love me more than your money? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> are you willing to deny yourself to love me? Mm-hmm. And uh, if I ask for it, and I'll throw it this way, mm-hmm. I'll throw myself under the bus. <laughs> not Ooh, long after, new. not long after Shelly and I got married, um, she started to ask me a question one time, 
and I knew what she was going to ask. And I, and I cut her off before she asked. I said, don't even ask that question because you won't like the answer. And what she was going to ask me is she said, would you give up hunting for me? <laughs> I'm not kidding because okay. because early in my marriage, I hunting was my bicycle riding, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't give that up for anybody. That was my time. I loved it. I'd grown up doing it and, and so forth. And I really like I knew what she's getting ready to answer. Don't ask because you don't want the answer to that question. <laughs> yeah, I have matured and grown and my yeah. love has grown and I've learned how to love her better. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think she would have confirmed today that that I have a much healthier handle on my hobby, particularly that hobby and so mm-hmm. forth. Um but it's, I think it's a very similar question. I yeah. mean, I think it's, it's really, I mean, that's a real life example of where I struggled with that at a while. And, and, and by being willing to give this up was really a loving her. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I had that one thing that I wouldn't walk away from. And <laughs> we've, we've worked on that and I've, yeah. I've matured, thank goodness. But I think it, it, all we're doing with God is having a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so I think these ideas of how we relate to other people, Mm -hmm. I think they have a one-to-one correlation with how we relate to God Mm -hmm. and and self-denial is like, you know, he's saying, if you don't, if you can't deny yourself these things, then you really don't love me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wish that would have been something I talked about in marriage counseling. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that is essentially what it is. It's denying yourself for the betterment of the, what the mission is for the two of you. And like, again, that's a relationship you have with God. Like, what are you going to deny yourself? And I'm sure God denies himself of all kinds of things. Well, he did. I can't imagine. Oh, oh yeah. His, <laughs> he emptied, him, he emptied himself and became humble and yeah. obedient to death on a cross. Yeah. Look what he denied he himself of. He did not have of. to do that, yeah. He left eternity. He left heaven to come be yeah. one of us. So. That's awesome. <laughs> um, I'll finish with this last question. We'll see um, if you have an answer. Do you have any stories of when someone in your family made the very difficult choice to deny themselves. And then that choice changed the entire course of history for the family. Can you think of anything? Wow. (laughs) Or some other family (laughs) that you can think of. Well, I can think of some counter arguments where people did deny themselves. Well, I mean, that's (laughs) part of it too. It changes the course of history. Yeah. Um, You stumped me. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm sure there have been some. Do you have any? Um, I just came to me as we were talking. I was actually just thinking of my mom. Um, she had my sisters and I, and I'm, I don't really know how to say this succinctly, but um, basically, you know, I feel like she just denied everything of herself to help raise my sisters and I. My parents were split. Um, and but they made sure both of my parents made sure that we were allowed to see both of our parents at any time we wanted to. And I think they they both um, parents wise denied themselves of their frustration and anger with each other to make sure that we had relationships with both of them. And I think that really would have changed the course of our family because I saw in other families where parents wouldn't do that, where they would kind of like keep the kids to themselves and not share them with the other parent because they're upset with the other parent. Um, that really would have changed, I think, the course of our family if both of my parents hadn't mm. denied their frustrations with one another for the sake of us having a relationship with each one of them. It would have totally changed it for us, I think. So. And, and so what did we learn? 
that their love for their kids was greater than their love for themselves. Mm-hmm. Even vindication or, or anger or whatever it was that they would have mm-hmm. liked to have given themselves, they denied themselves for the for, for love's purposes. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Our prayer is that you've heard something today that will help you be a better disciple of Jesus Christ. We also want to encourage you to make sure you take your next step in your discipleship journey by considering what it is you would do about what you heard today and then go and do it. Finally, we want to invite you to join us at 1030 on Sundays, either at our Main Street campus in downtown Clarion between Dunkin' Donuts and McDonald's or online at fbcclarion.com. God bless.